These are the thieves you have requested, sire. I thought there were three. Gone! Gelfling gone! Stupid! Got him! You want Gelfling? Why not ask me? No! Easier to send your crab-brained soldiers! Burn my home! Now, home gone! Gelfling gone! Contemplate this on the tree of woe. And we are good to go. All right, we're back. It's Jesse and Brian on the tree of woe, episode six. I always oh, get the episode screwed up. I don't remember. We got the opening. We got Conan the Barbarian, The Legend of Zelda, Aliens, which we haven't released yet. Mario Two. Yep. So this and is... now this one, so, The Dark Crystal. Yeah, six. Episode six. Wow. Yeah, so it goes by pretty fast, actually. Yeah, it does. I'm surprised. It's, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it starts catching up to you. Um, yeah, because that's what I was thinking. You know, six episodes in already, and it's not like we've been doing it for that long. And we've only would we just go live last week? Yeah, I went live last week, <laughs> and finally we just released our third episode. Yeah, yeah, three episodes. Out. I have yet to look at any comments, but hey. No, the other comment was because I I went back on a. Uh, the next guy who commented on the, in that international Robert E. Howard, uh, quote, he was like, "Oh man, you guys are definitely you guys are some guys I definitely love to get some beer with, you know." And he, you know, he commented on part of the episode, and I talked to him a little bit, and he was real cool. Um, so he definitely enjoyed it, and then a bunch of other people liked it. So yeah, you know, I don't know who, who all listened and who didn't listen, but I'm gonna have to keep uh, keep posting and get you know bothering people to, and and then I'll also start posting our ratings too, like in the actual post itself. Oh, you know, so people have to dig in. Yeah, I didn't know if there was a way to check that or not, but I just want to know if, it, if people actually listen to it besides us. That's oh, the no. big thing. Well, the first one, and, and I, I just don't know how many's. I don't know how many's us. Okay, because because if we click on it too, then yeah, you get it. But them. the first one has twenty five listens. Um, the last one that was just put out like two days ago has has nine right now. But I mean, you never know. Like, you know, once people keep because I know it's going to go up, and yeah. they'll probably be in the twenties for right now. And we'll just kind of see how that, see where that goes. That's twenty more than I thought would listen to it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just kind of, and, and more people are going to listen to it because I, I guarantee, especially if we get like Legend of Zelda to the right people, yeah, or even Conan the Barbarian, if you get it to the right people, they're going to listen. And uh, so, I mean, it's it's just about you know doing that, and and then we'll keep working on it and whatever you know, and go from there. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you know, it, it takes a while to build any kind of a you know, you know, it takes a while to get groupies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure I won't have to worry about the groupies. But, uh, you sure? <laughs> yeah, I don't know I'm about pretty that. Sure, and it takes a little while to get groupies. Um, Although you know, you you're kind of the experienced veteran here. I'm still the newbie. So on groupies? No, 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 no. Oh no, 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 no I was gonna no. say podcast. I was gonna say I don't think I'm. I'm I've had my too... fair share of groupies, but <laughs> podcast wise, I'm pretty new. Well, you're kind of a big deal, so that makes, that uh, makes no. Sense. Unless you're referring to pickles, and even then, not really. <laughs> no, I wasn't referring to that, but now I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> have you not seen that bad cheese it commercial? No, I have not. He I throws guess. the pick. It's the cheese. It's the wheel of cheese on the table, oh. and then the, you know it's like supposed to mature, and then it rolls the pickle across the table, and he goes, "I'm kind of a big deal." No, you I haven't seen. I, it's I, a know what, stupid I know what you're talking commercial. about now. I get what you're talking <laughs> about now, but I did not know what you were talking about before. I thought, yeah. that, I thought it was going to be. Like it's not a of, bad penis joke. Okay? I thought it was going to be like some kind of dirty story, which was what I was hoping for. Sorry. All sorry. right. So you said you've been watching some of the, you've been listening to some of the Round Earther Society. Yeah. Like, do you want to go to the movie first, or you want to? Well, uh, we should probably talk. You know, since we're supposed to be hitting a topic here, we should probably, end we with should the probably movie at though, least uh, tell us what we're supposed oh, yeah. to talk about this time. Yeah, we we uh, we just got done watching 
The Dark Crystal from 1982. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's aged a little bit on me. I know this was in my top ten. I don't think it was in Jesse's. Um, I could well, be wrong about that. No, I don't think it was in my top ten. I mean, I loved it as a kid. I know that I did. I had it on VHS, and I used to watch the shit out of it. But I don't remember. Like, there was only a few scenes that I could really even remember. Um, yeah, because I mean, I, but I, like I said, I probably hadn't seen it though in twenty plus years. So, and, and I haven't watched it in years. I, the, the funny thing is, I probably wouldn't even own it except for my parents as a gag gift a few years back bought me the DVD because they saw it at Walmart for like five bucks, and uh, gave it to me for Christmas as a gag gift because I made them watch it all the time. So it was pretty funny, but um, I still enjoyed it. Obviously, being much much older than when I used to watch it, it's it's aged a little bit on me. But uh, as far as I don't know, I guess you would call it the animatronics and puppeteering. It's it's that's still amazing. I mean, just seeing no, that's amazing. I think it's right up there with any with any movie that's made with puppets. It's up there with any of them. Um, yeah, because that's that's you know like it was really good quality. Uh, you know, and, and a lot of the and I don't want to just jump around completely and hit all the different spots, but. I thought the story was pretty good. You know, at least it was like a unique story. The yeah. world was interesting looking. Um, so I don't have I don't have any complaints there for sure. Yeah, my only com- I don't even know that I would call it a complaint. It's just uh, <laughs> since I'm not six anymore, the main character felt a little weak. But that's me. Well, the the main the guy character. Yeah, Jen. Jen Jen's pretty. Weak. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really care for him. I thought she was Akira. Is that her name? I believe yeah, Akira. I believe is her name. I thought she is way better. Um, I agree, and I felt that way even when I was little, that the chick was way better. Yeah, and you know, to be honest with you, like I said when we started watching the movie, I, I totally forgot about him. So that's how that's how memorable he was, or wasn't. Yeah. Um, he Yeah, he just wasn't... <laughs> he, he wasn't memorable. I didn't keep him around, so... And his voice. I don't like his voice. I think that's part of it. Um, I, yeah, I'm with you there. I, I don't know why that bothers me so much. But the voice, I, w- I wish Jim Henson, who was a director, would have actually probably done the voice too, because he does the he does the performing, you know, the performing of it. Mm-hmm. Jen the Gelfling, <laughs> and that's that's their race, yeah, right? Yeah, that's their Gelflings. race. Yes. Gelflings and Skeksis and uh, Podlings, the, Mystil- Mystics. the Mystics, yeah, yeah, something like that. All right, so yeah, so Jim Henson, who who's the director, he also did like the voice of Kermit the Frog. Um, <laughs> Ernie, and what was the the Swedish? The Swedish, my personal favorite of the bunch, the Swedish chef. Her, her, her. <laughs> no, it, I remember it always being funny. I, <laughs> I didn't know. Like as soon as I saw the name Jim Henson, I was like, "Man, that sounds so familiar." Where the hell is that from? And then it was like, "Oh yeah, Kermit the Frog." Like he was just Kermit the Frog forever. Like well, from, and then Sesame Street. If you watch PBS at all, you saw Sesame Street every day. Yeah, yeah, and he did. You know, like he did a lot of the Fraggle Rock stuff. Um, so it's you know he. He obviously worked with Muppets for a long time, um, but yeah. So, so he, yeah, he's the director of this film, just like he's the director of Labyrinth, which makes sense because when you see those, when you see those Muppets or puppets or whatever, I know we should we should have established the difference between. Well, his his I guess you would call it creations. He called Muppets instead of puppets, so that's where that comes from. Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so so I you know he does a. He's always been a great voice actor, obviously. Like he, you know, he created some of the most iconic Muppets in history. You know, uh, that are still huge today. It's not like anybody you know alive today doesn't know who Kermit the Frog is. Yeah, well, I mean, they just had a Muppets movie not too many years ago. So, all right, another another major person in the 
in the show is Frank Oz. He's also the he's also the co-director of the film. Um, oh yeah, I did see that. I see. Yeah. So he's the co-director, and he's the voice of what was her name? Agra. Agra, who I think is like the best character. She is probably one of the best voice characters in the movie. Like I think they do a great job with her. Yeah, voice. Yeah, voice wise, she probably has the best dialogue lines. Probably the most dialogue, really. Um, yeah, you know, and, and we, when we're talking about it during the movie, I was like, oh man, that's that kind of reminds me of Yoda, you know, or something like that. It was the mannerisms of which she spoke, mm-hmm. and then we found out that Frank Oz. Uh, was the voice of Yoda. Which <laughs> so, was hilarious when we saw that. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, and, oh, and another, Jesse just said this before we went on air. Uh, he also did the voiceover for Miss Piggy. So th- yeah. think about that. Um, Yoda is also Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy um, <laughs> looks like Grover, Cookie Monster, Bert. So, oh, that, that says he did a, that says he did a voice of Fozzie the Bear. But this isn't like... This was in a video short. He did it for Animal and, and, and Fozzie Bear. Animal's awesome. I don't know if I don't know if he did it. I don't know if he did well. <laughs> of course, here's an '85, another video, and it does Fozzie Bear and Miss Piggy. So and it keeps saying he's the voice of him. So he must be. He must be doing a lot of the a lot of the different voices. I, I guess I should know this considering we grew up with you know Sesame Street. Yeah. You know, and I've and different Muppets. Of it. Yeah, because I mean I I watched a lot of it too. So it's kind of like I guess I should have already known. I mean, yeah, Animal animal and Swedish Chef, those are great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so The Dark Crystal, you know, like, uh, I was a huge fan of it. Uh, made in 1982. Huge fan of it when I was a kid. Um, just some of the quick facts. of It was produced for about $15 million and and grossed about $40 million. Yeah, about 40 and a half. Yeah, which so is... made decent money. No, that for a, for a Muppet movie back in the day. Yeah. That's a pretty good, pretty good little start. And, um, and you were saying it came out the exact same time as ET, or released about the it was same rele- time. It was released on the same weekend as ET. Wow! And the reason, and so that's that's another reason. That's another weird thing about it doing so well, is it, you know you typically if you release on something that, that that's that big like ET, you might get crushed because all the kids are stuff going to ET. But I guess parents thought that the movie was too scary for their kids anyway. Yeah. Well, did now here we should have looked this up. Does Henson do ET? Did he do the puppet work for ET? Oh, I, I don't, I don't think so. I'm trying to. Think. I don't think so, but I can, I can definitely try to look real quick. Just, just. I don't in know case. why, but it just make it would to me it would make sense if he actually like created the ET not character, but you know like built a puppet for it. Yeah, but I, I just don't, I don't remember seeing that. Uh, because I was trying to go through his. Uh, yeah, we were looking at Jim Henson's credits, and it didn't show that. So. Yeah, I was trying to go through all of his credits and just to see if there was anything interesting in there. And of course, there's a ton of stuff, but there's so much stuff that it's like. It's kind of overwhelming. Yeah, it's, there's so many different Sesame Street things. Um, and then the Fraggle Rock and Labyrinth and the Dark Crystal. And it's like, oh, my God, okay. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff. I mean, and he died at 53, so he got a lot done. Yeah, by 1990. Yeah. You know, and that's when that's when he was gone. <laughs> that's when he left the earth from a, what was it, toxic yeah, you shock toxic, syndrome? Yeah, toxic shock syndrome, which he'd had some kind of trauma. It doesn't, I, mean, I, I don't know what honestly what it was but he ended up in the hospital and then he died from tss yeah which, which yeah, is so, insane uh, no i i agree i didn't i didn't remember that at all um i, I remember him dying but i couldn't tell i couldn't have told you why yeah okay okay so that's so that's what we got so far what's your favorite part of the movie Ooh. Um, do you have a favorite part of the movie trying to think I, my favorite character was actually Fizzgig, just because i think he's funny yeah that's her uh <laughs> that's the that's kira's pet kira's pet who's like, like a, a dog yeah 
but he he rolls around. He rolls around like he's from Critters. Yeah. So he rolls in a ball and goes everywhere. But you know, I think that's and it was pretty funny too. Like added some co- a comedic relief. Which he needed. It was. I mean, for a kids movie, it is kind of dark. You well, have to give it that. Yeah, and he and he said. I think he said that it wasn't a kids movie. Mm-hmm. Um. But, they but I, I guess who would be your target audience, though, right? I mean, what, that doesn't even make that much sense unless you're just making a movie and don't have a specific target or if it's just adults who you think that will just come watch this. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, yeah, it's definitely a fantasy movie. And it's got, I mean, really, story-wise, it's pretty good. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you. If, it, if the kids aren't your target audience, it's kind of, I don't know. Yeah, so... <laughs> So there was an old race of people. I can't remember their names now. I think it starts with a U. It's kind of like Skeksis, but it's not Skeksis. It's, uh, yeah. They, they had, it. what was it? They had control of the world. Uh, the Dark Crystal cracked because of something they were doing. Yeah. The Skeksis take over the world. They basically, they, it looks like they're genociding a lot of like the... the they kill all the podlings and the gelf. Well, they don't kill. They enslave the podlings and they kill yeah. all the gelflings. Yeah, so they... <laughs> So they basically do a bunch of horrible shit, and the whole story—the <laughs> whole story—is them trying to get this crystal shard back to the dark crystal to be able to end this time, basically in this time period, right? Well, if they don't do it before the three suns come together, basically the Skeksis take control forever, live yeah. forever, and everything goes to evil for the end of time. Part there's a, there's a, there's a bunch of different pieces. Part of the movie reminds me of Willow. Like, in terms of the quest part of it, like, mm-hmm. we have to get this piece back to here to be able to do this. You know, like, cause I'm, or at least, like, you know, the Dark Witch in Willow, I, I don't know what her name is, but she's trying yeah. to get the baby so she can take it back to their tower, and then, you know, the light shines, whatever, they, you know, they put blood on the baby or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's when they're, so it's like their little ceremony. Same kind of thing, it's just a difference. It's just a in, crystal instead of a baby. Well, in, in the other <laughs> one, it would have been bad for everybody, and this one was good for everybody. So this one actually saved people. But I, I thought a lot of the uh, I thought a lot of the sets they reminded me of Kroll. Um, you mentioned Conan the Barbarian in terms of some of the some of the, some stone of the background work, sets. Yeah, yeah, like the castle and stuff like that looked a lot like Conan. And everything, a lot of the stuff was really neat. Like a lot of the sets were were really well done. A lot of the animals that they had. I mean, because imagine you know just creating all that and then and then having so many different puppets, um, and and that many people working on them because the Skeksis, uh, their whole their costumes were extremely ornate. I mean, uh, the detail and all, yeah, of like everything. The detail, the the rings they had on, the way they ate. I mean, like it was, it was, it was really well done. Um, yeah, and, and uh, there was like some steampunk elements that there were at least steampunk looking elements that you know that uh, yeah, which goes come with, on. and like you were saying goes with the Victorian style clothes. Yeah, yeah, and then the Skeksis were wearing like Victorian style clothes, even though there's some kind of it says it says in here on IMDb it says like gnomish dragons. <laughs> That's what it defines. Yeah, it that's as. an interesting way to describe which is, the Skeksis. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird, but that was like that's like straight. I always from the page. thought of more like overgrown ravens. Yeah, that's what they look like because they remind me of like uh, they remind me of like some of the yeah some of the vultures from like old school cartoons. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. or if you've seen Fifth Element, they look like the uh, the alien, the very beginning aliens from Fifth Element too. Yeah, yeah, and and I think the Skeksis. Do you ever play World of Warcraft? A little, not a ton. There, there was like in one of the. Uh, I can't remember which one it was. I can't remember which expansion. Might have been the Burning Crusade. There were like some Skeksy-like, and I think they had the, almost the exact same name too. It's like they're completely pulled straight from the movie. Really? Uh, they're they're so they're so similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I just yeah, I didn't know that. It, it was just like a little piece that reminded me of it. Um, so yeah. So hmm. 
But there's not that much. The, the problem is there's not that much to really talk about on the film. You know, the the people, they, they, their costumes were really well done. Oh, the, costumes, the, right. the story Everything was, was the world is crazy, especially the animals. And you were talking about yeah. that when he meets Kira. Yeah, the, just all the animals were crazy. Everything is well done. It, you know, the movie has like no comedic relief in it, other than the dog, other than physically. Yeah. So it's probably, I'd say, just right off the top of my head, you know, like in terms of things that are negatives, I'd say it's, yeah, a, that's it's, probably one of its weak points is that it's a little too serious the whole time. So I can understand why it's mm-hmm. not really a kid movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, it definitely is a little. It's like you said, dark and and uh, there's not a whole lot of hope except for, I guess, what the mystics are talking about. But... Yeah, and so so that part most. I'm trying to think if we should go through the, you know more of the story, but really you know it's just like it's just their whole journey, their whole journey of getting the crystal. And it's not a know, long movie. It's only an hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half. Jen eventually finds Kira. Who who gets them, you know, to the, to where they need to be? And I'm not even sure what that place is even called, but it's like the labyrinth of the of the Skeksis. Yeah, they just call it the castle. Yeah, and they, they the have movie. to, and they save they save a bunch of slaves, and um, put that piece back in the crystal, mm-hmm. which completes the crystal or something like that, right? Yeah, because the crystal's heals cracked. Is what they say, yeah, heals the dark crystal. Therefore, you know, destroying the Skeksis or making them uh, rejoin. Well, the mystics the and the Skeksis are technically the same entity but when they cracked the crystal it separated the two if that yes. makes sense yeah so you have the good and the bad basically of each of the race yeah and then they merge back together at the end yeah basically so that's kind of the, that's like a whole rundown of the of the movie mm-hmm. all right yeah, so the 30 we, second version yeah so should we just jump into the uh to the ratings and stuff yeah we can and we can and then we can get to the round earth society stuff because it's just not there's doesn't seem like there's as much to talk about in this movie we might as well not waste people's time to yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, on my top ten list, uh, enjoyed it. Obviously, it wouldn't be on the top ten list of, I guess this is what, pre-90s fantasy. Yeah, and it, it would still wouldn't be my, my pre-90s top ten. Um, I like it. I like the movie still. Yeah, there's some memorable parts that are nostalgic for me. Um, but yeah, it's still, like, I mean, I like it, but, you know. Well, this is more, I mean, this is, like I said, I watch this all the time, and like my that's why my parents got me the gag gift, but... Um, definitely more, this is more of a nostalgia movie for me. Like, obviously now I'm probably not going to go back and watch it very much, but as far as my childhood goes on nostalgia, this was up there, you know, that, and that's, yeah. that's why we're talking about it. All right. So what were we, what did we decide on, in terms of rating? Was it crystal shards? Uh, I think that's, that's the only one that made any sense to me. I think so too. Cause I mean, especially for what we have here and there's not that much like a lot of movies you can find a bunch of trivia and stuff on. There yeah, wasn't a whole lot on this one. No, there's not a whole lot. Like, you know, the people who were in like the oh, the beetle costumes, you know, they had to be they had to be like picked up on a rack so they could rest every like 5 minutes because the costumes were so heavy and things like that. And they, all the costumes, like that's going to be the big thing. I guess we'll I'll wait till we get there, but all right. So, what do we normally start with? Story? Story and plot? Yeah, story and plot. Uh the story I think is actually pretty good. Uh, Jen's character isn't that strong, but I don't know if that's more the story or just the way it was portrayed, maybe. I think it's the way it's portrayed, because I think it's partially it's his voice. Yeah. And he, yeah, he's kind of a goofy character. I think it's, you know, I think it's also part of the writing. Um, so maybe, I guess, maybe you could throw some of the story in there. But most of it, like I said, most of the other characters are pretty strong. Yeah, and I actually kind of, I, I like the story of the movie. Um... I would say it's probably just kind of something, the little bit of the acting with that character. So I'm going to give it, I'm kind of stuck at three and a half, which I don't want to give a half score. 
So I guess yeah, I have to make up my mind between three and four. Years. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do we do half scores? I'm not sure. We haven't yet. I'm not sure about this, man. But it, what I would give it, though, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing I would give it a, a four out of five crystal shards, just because it, you know, like it was, it's well done. The cure is well done. Uh, what's her name? Ah, Agra. Agra. I think Agra is extremely well done. Yeah, she's great. And a lot of the Skeksis are really, I mean, like most of the people are really well done. There's a yeah. lot of different pieces to this movie. And uh, and they're pretty much, everything, the, the, only, the only time that ever looks goofy is usually like when they try to do like a little bit of CG, CGI. Yeah, which obviously and didn't it, exist then. Yes. And obviously <laughs> it didn't go over very well. No, the crystal so, bats leaving was pretty bad. Yeah, the crystal bats, that like those, those scenes were horrendous. Like, in, well, in terms of look, you know, but it's yeah. also... But in Aliens, you know, in Aliens, there's the same kind of thing. You know, like when you have some of the the scenes of the ships, you know, like they're, it's really bizarre. Well, looking. it's like just because, like I said, this is pre-CGI era, so you yeah, can only it's, do it's so not much. Really, it's not really fair. Yeah. But, but all right. Okay. I'm, so, I'm with, I'll give it so, the four out of so five. I'll give, for I'll give it a four out of five considering the time period, the idea of trying to use Muppets in the way that they did, um, which is definitely... It's it's quite different than I than I've seen because I'm trying to we were trying to talk about other fantasy movies that were done with puppets or well I mean there was a lot of them that were done with one or two puppets obviously Yoda Yoda um, you know or something like something that. like Yoda um, but none that everything was puppets especially not at least not during the time period right because maybe there is a movie that I just can't think of because we did talk about Labyrinth but it's not the because all the characters are puppets, you know, in this one. Yeah, all of everything them is in this one. So, so in mean, Labyrinth, there's a lot of them, but yeah, but not not to this extent, and not to this uh, not to this level, because they're mm-hmm. so well done. They're they're just so well done. All right, so so okay, so we got story and plot. Um, what about the, we have the soundtrack, which was kind of it, it's very. I like subtle. the music. I do like the music in this movie. I'm not going to give it like a Conan esque five, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a three. I liked yeah, it. I'm I'm with you on that three. And once you hear that like opening, at least to me, I once agree, you hear I the, opening the opening song, it's it's like oh I know exactly what this is, and it kind of does that little trigger, you know, yeah. in your memory okay. from childhood. I I give you that. I give you that because I, I that that part is, it's certainly not bad. Like it's it's certainly not bad because even you know and sometimes it's it's more subtle. Mm-hmm. Well, and then the, the uh, but oh, uh, the party scene—I guess is what you would call it. Mm-hmm. The music in that's actually really good. You talking about like yeah, like the, when they're in the uh, well, they're they're the in the podling village or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, before they're kidnapped. Yeah, before they're brutally <laughs> kidnapped. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they suck. Yeah, they suck the essence out <laughs> of them. They, yeah, they take them. They take them in there as slaves, and they put them in this chair and strap them down, <laughs> and they show them the dark crystal. And it like it like sucks all their energy out of them. Yeah. I don't think it kills them. Though. It doesn't kill them. It, re- it kind of reminds ages me them, and then it turns them into mindless zombies. Well, have you seen that? Uh, what's what are those owl movies again? Um, or that owl movie? Uh, sh- Damn it, I can't think of it. It's it's an owl uh, cartoon done a few years ago. I can't think of it. I even have a book at home of it too. But the the owls get moon blinked in it. No, I don't know this familiar. one. Yeah, I don't uh, know this one. Legend of Gahul. Legend of. I have no. I idea. think it's called Legend of Gahul. This is, this is all something you. like that. And the, <laughs> it's it's the dumbest part in the movie. Like it looks cool. Most of the movie looks pretty good. Yeah. Right. You know, and it's like these uh, these clans of owls, good ones, bad ones. Mm-hmm. You know, that have to fight, and they have like you know weapons and armor and that kind of stuff. Like you know, they don't have like arms and whatever. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah. but it's yeah, it's their talents, and. Uh, and they'll take the, the the stronger group of owls. You know, they take these. They'll like take these slave owls, 
and they force them to just stare at the moon for a long time, right? And eventually mm-hmm. they become zombies. And it reminded me, like, because what happens is their eyes kind of, like, fog over. And it, the the look of it reminds me of that with the podlings. Because they kind of just kind of age. Mm-hmm. And then they're just kind of, like, not there anymore. Yeah. Which is exactly what happens to the podlings. It's like their essence is sucked out of them, basically. Mm-hmm. So I know that's a long rant. You know, you haven't seen Legend of whole, But it's it's pretty well done. Um I want to say it might be even like a Zack Snyder film or something. That may not be true, <laughs> but I'll I'll look it up just just for the hell of it, just to just to see what's going on. So yeah, so I I gave it uh, three out of five dark crystals. What, what's your score on the uh, the sound? No, it's also three out of five. Three out of five. Okay, okay. Three out of five. I think is is the right way to go. Um, all right. So we got story, we got soundtrack, uh, we got. Usually we do cast, but that probably doesn't work here. It doesn't work here, so I think you have to give it... I mean, it's a, it's still technically a performance, but um, I think you'd lump it into the special effects slash set work, maybe. I think yeah. you're going to have to lump that one all together, just because of uh, their puppets. Um, so I, I think in that aspect of it, as far as the sets, the costumes... Obviously, as much detail and work, the crazy amount of work that went into every one of those puppets is insane. Um, like, the people who did that are amazing artists. Uh, I have to give that a five. I would also I would also give it a five. Because the, the puppets, the, they're so well done. Um, the, 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 the level of detail, because, like, there's a lot of puppets. Like, even think of E.T. Not that, like, they... Nothing's that crazy about ET. No, huh? These are like well done, well manicured. Um, well, I mean, just that think must about have taken so much time. That I mean, scene where he he drinks the essence and his face like deages yeah. or whatever, he gets young and then he gets dark again. I mean, yeah. Just think about all the little detail work in the skin and his face and his hands. I mean, that's crazy. Well, and just you know the the intricate outfits they had on and when they turn around. I mean, it, it, it's definitely it's it's definitely crazy. Like I mean, everything is extremely well done. And and just the, the the amount of different animals and things that they had because like there's those one animals they ride on the back of yeah the and there's striders. this little animal that's running around and gets eaten by this giant animal like there's yeah. there's all kinds of different stuff in the whole movie that's weird but it's it's well done like the uh, stylistically the movie is beautiful mm-hmm. um, and that's probably one of the big things for it that, yeah it's the biggest I think the, well the biggest impact it had I think on everybody was just you like you said stylistically. Uh, the look, the I guess you would call it the aesthetic, um, is is great. Yeah, I think it's really well done. I think it's really well done. So I, I would definitely... Do we have any other... Because we just kind of merged two different groups, didn't we? Well, you kind of had to because there was... I mean, yes, there's acting, but it was voice acting. Yeah, and, it's voice and, acting. And really, the, and it's kind of hard to judge just voice acting because the only voice actor I didn't like was, was Jen. I yeah, mean, which I is true. And I also thought his... I also thought his puppet kind of looked a little weird. Like it looks, his, it's his face. It's kind of I don't know what it is. Because like I like the girl one. I'm with you. It's and I like the Skeksis and I like the Mystics. To me, and, and I don't know. How, this is going to probably make me sound bad, but he looks too feminine to me. I think so too. No, I think that's exactly like what it, it is. The two, the two Gelflings look too similar. Like if you didn't know, if like if they didn't say this was a girl, you wouldn't know. Which I guess kind of makes sense considering like if they're playing off of elves. A lot of the the males typically look kind of, they almost look unisex, um, males and females, mm-hmm. or at least in most of the movies, that's how they're. Yeah, I mean, there's some, uh, I mean, there's some designations. It's pretty. It's not crazy hard to tell a gelf apart or an elf. Sorry, not, not a gelf, an elf. Well, yeah. Um, 
Mostly because of their uh, their sexual organs. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> that's the easiest way. Yeah. If they're naked, that's the easiest way. But when they're not naked, now you could you could definitely tell apart. And on this, yeah. you could. I do think that he has a, he has a very feminine face, which is I don't even understand that really. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess I, I get I get that he's young, or that's they just kind of look similar. Well, that's just the thing. You have no idea how old they really are. Yeah, it doesn't tell you. They're just talking about some old war that happened, and they still look young. Yeah, but this war that happened a long time before—I hell, I don't know. <laughs> hell, I, it seems like it seems like a lot of long time has passed, but I, I have no no real idea. All right, so really, that we we convert, you know, we uh, merge the th- four categories into three. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. So we four on the story, three on the sound, uh, five on the costumes and the the voice acting and everything mm-hmm. else, and the and the sets. That were a part of this, everything. The CGI is a little goofy, but I'm just kind of. It's it's CGI is goofy in almost all early '80s movies. It's goofy and crawl. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of where they use yeah, it because until Conan. you get into the '90s, isn't it? That's when it gets good. But it's definitely goofy and crawl. There, I know there's some goofy scenes in Excalibur, and just some of the other random fantasy movies. There's always some goofiness. So mm-hmm. I'm not even, I'm not even gonna stick on that. The sets were were extremely well done. The costumes were extremely well done. Everything else is pretty cool. Um, so I would definitely, I would definitely suggest watching it with with your kids. I bet if we had a, if I was watching it with kids, I'm guessing that would have, uh, it probably would have enhanced the the viewing. Because I know yeah, it's like when, right. I, when I watch movies like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. If I'm watching with kids, it always seems to go a lot better. I, I would agree with that. And I've went back with my son and watched Never Ending Story, but I haven't, I haven't watched Dark Crystal with him yet. I'm not sure why. I just haven't done it. Yes, yeah, so that's another thing we should we should check out Never Ending Story sometime because I'm guessing that probably didn't age too well. I just have a feeling, but it, yeah. I bet some of the look though is similar to this in terms of uh, some of the goofiness. Now, see, and... I've I've watched Never Ending Story a lot more recently than I have The Dark Crystal, um, and other than the dragon flying scene, uh, CGI wise or whatever you want to call it, isn't isn't bad, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to check it out again then. Yeah. But all right, so that's all that's all done. You said you wanted to talk about the. You had, you had some stuff about the Round Earther Society stuff. So, so I, I, I've I've listened to the Round Earther Society before. I'm not new to the podcast, and, and I'm a fan. Uh, I I enjoy Zach and, and Jesse's work, um, but I listen to it. I listen to I don't know how many episodes a day. Like all day at work today, I listen to Round Earther Society. Um, but this year, I don't know if it's your latest episode because I don't know if it went in order or not. It just kind of jumped around when it was playing. Uh, but it was your free will episode. Is that your latest? Free latest? will is the latest one that's out. We have like three more that are still waiting in the wings. I, he, sometimes Zach's a little slow. <laughs> I need to get his. I need to get his ass moving and get him in gear on this stuff. So, so my and it, it was a great episode. the The funny thing about this episode, and I shouldn't say funny, probably about this. Um, I have never done this. Is going to sound weird. Um, I am not a drug user. Liar. I'm not lying. Unless you count caffeine and alcohol, which I don't drink alcohol anymore, so it's just caffeine now. Um, so if you count those two things, well then yes, I'm a drug user, but... Every time I come over to Brian's house, he gives me Coke. (laughs) This is true, but it's, it's uh, Mexican Coke, so it's made with real sugar. (laughs) All right, keep going. I'll try to quit interrupting you. I just, I figured like I should throw some things in there randomly. No, this is, random drug jokes are fine. Um, but... On, in a serious note, I no, I, I'm not a never been a drug user, never smoked <clears throat> anything like that. But today, for some reason, I had the most insane urge to just drop acid listening to your free will. <laughs> I don't know why. Was I don't it, know if it was because part of it just made me angry. I don't know. Um, was or, it, or what was it, it was. Zach that was making you infuriated? 
Well, I, I will say I probably sided with Jesse more than Zach. Um, Did you ever side with Zach on that episode? <laughs> no, I think I think he made a good argument. I, I the term the determinism. Yes, the, I thought he thought he had valid points. Now I don't agree with everything he said, obviously, because yeah, because um, most of the episode is him him laying out his determinism idea, or that he agrees with determinism, and then me poking at him. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, that's most of the episodes. It's it's kind of it was annoying to me because I mean like because <laughs> he's like I don't believe in free will at all, and I just believe in determinism. And then he and then he just creates like this perfect loop that whatever you do it just kind of loops back around all the time. It's like yeah. this is never ending. And I, I just remember thinking, I just if I for some reason right now I should be listening to Pink Floyd and dropping acid. Yeah, I don't well, know why? I'm sure that's that... the only time in my life, yeah, ever in my life that I have thought about that. And it just for some reason today, <laughs> that's where Zach brought me to. Zach, you made me want to drop acid today. Yeah, which is actually <laughs> Zach's probably actually happy about that because Zach loves doing drugs. Um, so if he could get some more converts, because he needs more people doing drugs with him. <laughs> but this last, it's an episode that's not out yet. Um, I'm trying to think what it was about. Oh, it ended up being about uh, discrimination. And he hadn't taken his Adderall. And he was kind of, he was really fired up. He was really fired up. He, he was like, this is like completely drug-free Zach. And uh, so it should be pretty funny when it gets out in a, like, I don't know, two months. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just giving you. I was giving him shit. He deserves it though. Um, but yeah, so we still have like three episodes waiting in the wings, and it's just not. I plan on. I plan on getting ours out every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we'll we'll have an episode out, and if we can't get shit done, then whatever. But next week it'll be aliens. Um, yeah, which I think to, that that's a fun one. I think. Yeah, movie games, movie games, movie games, yep. and then we'll have Mario two. And I think Mario two went better than. Um, we better went than, back and, and listened to it, but I yeah, just, I think it'll be fine. Yeah. We'll have to review. Or, I think it'll be fine. Some of this is a little slow, but I I think that's partially because of the movie, though. Um, the Dark Crystal, it's it's kind of that's kind of how it is too. It's yeah, slow. it started a little so slow for sure. The the theme on this, it's going to kind of fit with the Dark Crystal. So if you can if you can sit through it, if you're like, oh, it's too boring, then you probably won't like the movie either. Just uh, <laughs> just do some speed before you listen to the episode. It'll be fine. Yeah, definitely do some Adderall. Uh, if you need help with Ad- finding Adderall, talk to Brian. <laughs> Brian, no, the, talk to Zach. Talk to Zach. I, I mean, don't do drugs. I thank mean, you. Zach. I'd give you Zach's address, but I don't have his address. <laughs> Actually, I do. I do have his address. It's in a van down by the river. He lives with his oh, parents. <laughs> he really does live with his parents. He's young though. He's only like 22, 21. Yeah. No, I, I'm. I'm a. I am a fan of the Round Earth Society. I love your intro, by the way. Um, which which one was that? The the unicorn one. Yeah. See, I I came up with that one randomly, and then we we got on Fiverr, and uh, we had that. We had, you know, you got some English guy to do it. It sounds great. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, those are those are pretty funny. Like in fire, it doesn't cost much, man. You can get somebody do a good opening for you. Mm. You know, <laughs> it's just I'm playing it back in my head, and it's pretty funny. Yeah, no, they're good. They're good. All right, do we have anything else to say today? Uh, well, I mean, we always have more to say, but it's whether it's worth a damn. We're at, we're at 35 <laughs> minutes. That's eh, not awful. It's actually really not bad. So it's it's up to you. I mean, do you, I know we probably don't want to get too into our, uh, our our lives here. We're trying to keep it to games and movies, but it's kind of up to you. Yeah, well, we can we can quit for now though, and we can do some uh, play with some openings or something like that, and give people more of what they want. <laughs> more Conan. <laughs> yeah, more, this is we're back to Conan the Barbarian at minute thirty five. Um, it took a while to get there. It's like a two hour podcast after that. We just <laughs> talk about Conan the Barbarian. No, remember we don't know anything about it, so uh, we're illiterate bastards. That what, is what yeah, we, are. we didn't. We didn't. That uh, should be our nickname, illiterate bastards. No, that's actually that's what my dad called me when I was young. 
Really? I, no, I no. I don't. You see illiterate it. bastard. I was gonna say I don't see your dad using that term. No, I've never. <laughs> Maybe no. your mom, not your dad. No, I don't think either one of them would have ever said that. It would have been. No, more, it would be more like you little piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, get over here, fucker. No, no, that would. <laughs> that's not my parents. My parents would have done that. My parents didn't curse when I was young. That's bullshit. I was just say, I that. What do you call young? Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> they definitely. Well, actually, and I love your parents. Look, my dad I love your parents. My dad rarely curses now, though. He's really calmed down. I don't think. Wow, well, I don't remember your dad cursing. He doesn't. He like the, in the last like twenty years, he doesn't. Since he, since he moved more towards God, he's left that behind. So he he rarely, unless he's like trying to make a joke to like to. Fit yeah, in. yeah. I guess. I guess. Because now guess. he'll like try to make jokes to fit in with the younger kids. <laughs> You know, still throwing some curse words. <laughs> Fit in uh, with the grandkids, huh? Cause, yeah, because if you could, if you could make some jokes with kids, you know, and you, well, I, I didn't mean like kids. I, I meant even like twenty-year-olds. Oh, yeah, well, like, yeah, it's still a kid. Yeah, because he, he doesn't. Yeah, he wouldn't cuss like towards the kids or anything like that. He's way too, way too conservative for that. That's funny. all right. All right, I guess we can get out of here for now, though. All right. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you next time. Yeah, you should definitely check check out uh, the Dark Crystal. All right. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.